Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. There was a time when the triplets ran the NFL. Is that time coming up again? We get into that and so much more. Welcome in. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show. He is Rich Ornberger. Find him on Twitter. I'm Dan Beyer. Find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Super pumped to announce that starting this Saturday morning, Right here on Fox Sports Radio, we've got a brand new college football pregame show. Takes you right up to kickoff, and it features Rich. Rich isn't doing it alone, though. Brian Noah's there, as is PicksWise lead betting analyst Jared Smith. They've got you covered in Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, 9 Eastern to noon every Saturday. That's 6 to 9 Pacific. They take you right up to college football kickoff every Saturday morning on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app, presented by BetMGM. I know you're excited about it. We're excited about it to get you set for the college football season every Saturday, starting this Saturday, Rich. Yeah, no doubt about it. And Jared Smith, my uh, co-host on this show, is already getting an early start to this. Obviously, he posts a lot of content, a lot of video on his Twitter. You can find him at Jared Lee Smith. And he's taking the home dogs, uh, the Purdue Boilermakers tonight. So it's uh, it, it's really fun, though, to, to jump on a show like this. Uh, I think that this is going to be a blast and and also look i mean are we going to be talking handle and betting and all that yes sure but we're also going to whip around the country in uh in a tailgate segment we're going to hear from from what game you're at what are you drinking what are you eating uh we're going to be talking a lot of football too it's going to be a lot of fun i just can't wait yeah and here's the the great thing about this people who have bet for a while uh know this stuff you're going to get the ins and outs on Notre Dame, Ohio State. You guys are going to talk about that. Maybe, you know, places to, to place your bets, not only with the spread, but also the over-under. But the great thing about the, about a show like this on College Football Saturdays when you have so many shows is 
if you want to make money, like there are matchups, and I'm not saying that this is the one, I'm just using it as an example. But like you could say, hey, you know, Houston and UTSA should be a good, you know, good matchup that maybe the state of Texas knows. But maybe there's something inside that that Jared really knows is like, no, this is the line that you want to jump on. Or they'll even go to, you know, the Sunbelt Conference and be like, hey, guess what? This is a this is a big deal. Texas State takes on Nevada coming up on on Saturday. This is where we find the most value. That's how you can really make your cash is oh, with, yeah. with, with games like that as well. And and just being on this text chain in preparation for this show, um, let's just put it this way. I mean, there. I you know what? I will give a little bit of a teaser. Like, like think Iowa. You know, as we head into this weekend, it's it's uh, it's interesting. There's there's uh, there's games. There's action. There's fun. There's uh, it's football, man. It's back, and so I can't wait to do it all starting a Saturday, six a.m. Obviously, West Coast time, nine a.m. Leading you up to uh, the big noon kickoff on Fox. A lot to get to, not only in college football, but in the NFL as well. Yesterday, NFL.com, Nick Shook, who uh, covers a a lot uh, for NFL.com, posted an article where he ranked the top triplets in the National Football League. And for those unfamiliar, talking about the best quarterback, running back, and wide receiver combos that you have in the NFL. And whenever it comes to rankings, there is always an opportunity to disagree. Very rarely does anybody tweet at someone and say, hey, great rankings, I agree. That never, ever happens, and that happened here as Nick ends up ranking the triplets uh, of the NFL teams. And This is kind of a two-fold deal. Uh, first things first, the Jets have the worst uh, semblance or combination of triplets in the NFL, according to Nick, with Zach Wilson, Brees Hall, and Garrett Wilson. I mean, two of those guys are rookies, understandable. Another guy's hurt, so you could put them at the, the bottom of the barrel. But the Houston Texans were next at 31 with Davis Mills, the rookie Damian Pierce, and Brandon Cooks, who I like a lot. Then you have the Giants sitting there at number 30, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and Kelly, Kenny Galladay. So you start kind of making your way through the NFL, and then you go all the way to the top. And this is this is what was was shocking to me is that the team that we saw in Super Bowl Fifty Six is in this ranking and is number one, but it's not the team who won the game. Like I thought, I thought no doubt Matthew Stafford, Cam Akers, Cooper Cup, especially with off the season that Cooper Cup had, top trio in the uh, NFL, top triplet set. This kind of goes back to the Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, uh, Troy Aikman days. But no, he has Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, and Jamar Chase as the top triplets. I got a bit of a problem with that. I think the Rams should have it. I'm not saying that the Bengals shouldn't be in the top five, but I think that there has to be some respect to the Super Bowl champs and some respect to the season that Cooper Cup just had. Yeah. And, you know, just looking through the list, you know, you look at players from Tennessee in this triplets conversation, like Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, Robert Woods. I mean, look, we, we know what the best looks like from Ryan Tannehill and it's good enough. You know, it's good enough to get to the postseason. So with his ranking hovering somewhere in the middle of the pack, I get it. Um, but Robert Woods, I mean, this could be one of those years, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just a matter of health. And so I, I see that a lot. Um, even oddly enough, this is going to sound absolutely bonkers and bizarre, but like I look at the Seattle Seahawks and then I wince when I say this because you just think, all right, it's Geno Smith at quarterback, but can Geno Smith get the ball to DK Metcalf? I think so. And I think they're going to feature him obviously. And then Rashad Penny, their starting running back. He's been injured a large portion of his career. But dude was the top running back in the league the last five games of the year. I mean, there, there's no mm-hmm. question. He found something. And so if he can stick with it, he's he's been in the league a while now uh, and stay healthy. That's another one that could shoot up the board. But I love – look, I, I love and I hate rankings because it gets you sort of primed to wrap your head around some of the things that we're going to see come this season – but they're never quite right. Like you said, I find so many disagreeable things. Denver Broncos being only 15 with Russell Wilson, uh, Javante Williams, and Cortland Sutton feels artificially low. But there's a lot of talent, especially out of the AFC, and so I understand somebody's got to be one, two, three, four, you know, et cetera. Uh, but, yeah, some of these teams are going to surprise, especially how low they're ranked on this list. Well, this is also, this is also such a 
And, and again, I don't. I'm not trying to get on Nick's case because this actually has provided great content for us. But it, there's also this is where the difference between fantasy football, and I'm not even talking about the stat keeping. I'm just talking about imaginary football and real football is, like you know the the Dallas Cowboys, for as great as those teams were, and having Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and Michael Irvin. Also had one heck of an offensive line. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, and the success of those offensive lines as well. And so when you go to you go to this, and you say, all right, you know, Cincinnati, like they may have Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, and Jamar Chase, you know, but are they going to be able to keep Joe Burrow away from the Tennessee defensive line? You know, which they even though they won that game, they were unable to do in that divisional playoff. Right. And so you look at these sort of rankings. And it's it, it's about the three players, but the three players don't have their success without their offensive line. And if you want to bring offensive lines and how they you know grade into it, because that is going to be a part of the the success. And that's not what this is about. That's why I think like the, like the success of the Bengals, as long as those three guys stay healthy, they're going to be good. But if you don't block for Joe Burrow, you're not going to be number one. And 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 the only way that maybe you have that ability to be number one is if you continue to block for Joe Burrow and block for Joe Mixon. And I think that those are the things that stand out. It's a nice, fun sort of article. But I just the the triplets. I'm, I'll even say this, Rich. I I've told this to Doug so much. I don't think that the big three ever really worked in the NBA. And we had talked about what is your big three for a decade. And I would argue that the only time that a big three ever worked out in the NBA was when the Heat won their two titles with LeBron. But what that also included were two trips to the NBA Finals when they didn't win, and one where they were completely outmatched by the San Antonio Spurs. And then if you go through history, like Golden State, yeah, they they had a big three of Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. You know, but they also had Draymond Green. They also had Andre Iguodala on those teams. They also had yeah. Sean Livingston. Like they're, I'll, they're, I'll push back a little bit, you know, because I'll I'll say like you do need role players, and you need to get you, like you know your six men. You could argue is just as important as your number four starter. But like my my thought process is like those Spurs teams still had Tony Parker, Kawhi Leonard, and Tim Duncan. That feels like a big three. You know, back in Boston's winning days with um, Paul and Allen and Garnett, that was a big three. You know, uh, those were the big threes, though, that we recognized. Yeah. Because you mentioned the Spurs, and I would argue that even before Kawhi came along, it was Duncan, Parker, and Manu. Yeah, Manu Ginobili. You know, yeah. like, and, and even before that, it's David Robinson and Sean Elliott, and, you know, like, and yeah. then you have Avery Johnson. Like, so we, like, we take, like, the top three guys, like, the first, the real triplet that you had for the Heat, it was. It was LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, and then it was whoever else they could get because <laughs> they couldn't afford anything. That's right. But, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So, in terms of, like, Amount of salary paid and how much? Yeah, yeah, I get. And and also just sort of the, oh, I don't know what you want to call it, but the the agency that players have to decide their destinations now feels different than it did back then. Even like you know, LeBron really started a new era in shaping your own roster at you know at will, and and obviously we're seeing a lot of players do that or try to do that, like Kevin Durant with the Brooklyn Nets, you know, wanting. Basically hiring power. He wanted to play GM alongside of being a star on their roster, and it just it kind of blew up. And now they're on to step two of that plan, and who knows if Kevin's even going to be a part of that plan. But yeah, I I see I see the point you're making. It just it's it's different now, and you can argue that it hasn't been all that successful of a strategy because teams like Golden State recently have proven when you draft well and you re-sign veteran drafted yeah. players and build from within it could be a more successful strategy and, and that and then you take the nfl here like if there's no way the buffalo bills win a super bowl with josh allen stefan diggs and devin singletary yeah and like it's just like like on the backs of those three guys yet you know in this sort of ranking they're ranked third in the NFL, so you would say, well, they got an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl because they also have a good offensive line. They also have Gabriel Davis and Dawson Knox. They also have a defense. So the the triplet in the NFL means even less than it does in the NBA for obvious reasons, and so much less because of everything that, that you need right. Like the Buccaneers, 
in these rankings, and I think that you could make an argument that be, they'd be top five if you wanted to move pieces around, but they're number two. But that Super Bowl really was one on the shoulders of their defense. Yeah. And, and when it came to the big game, Tom Brady was able to hit Rob Gronkowski and Antonio Brown and, and, and those pieces, but... The, you know the defense did a lot of that that heavy yeah. lifting for Tampa as well. So <laughs> so the big three in the NFL, the NFL triplets, if you will, obviously not as much of an impact in the NBA. And when you really come down to it, these triplets need an offensive line to be able to be uh, as good as we'd think that they are. Yeah, and also look, I mean, and he he does couch a lot of the work that he did on this article. And like you said, it's a fun article um, because it gives you something to really examine and to think about, you know, an angle that you don't usually view the NFL with. And through that lens, but um, by committee is an approach where teams have had tremendous amounts of success. Earlier in Tom Brady's career, many of those games were anchored by the run game and the defense, you know, and then obviously the game evolved and so did Tom Brady's abilities and it became much more of a pass happy offense. And and so when you have teams like that that are more by committee, actually like the Patriots of today with Mac Jones or the Tennessee Titans or the Baltimore Ravens, for example, when you compare them to a team like the Carolina Panthers who's way ahead of them on this list or or even the Arizona Cardinals um, Dallas Cowboys Minnesota Vikings you start saying like hey wait like in a single game head to head who am I taking the Titans or the Vikings the Patriots are the Vikings you know I it, it's it's the fact that the Patriots are way behind the Vikings yeah. doesn't really add up to me. Sure. But it is a unique way to look at it, saying like, okay, running back, quarterback, wide receiver, I'm going to use that as the threshold of who, which team I trust the most, and let's see how this season shakes out. It is unique. You should do your own. You should do like long snapper, guard, and defensive <laughs> tackle. <laughs> Nobody would be able to argue because they wouldn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you don't understand how many special teams tackles this guy counts for. Oh, man. Just like the other day when I wanted to put like a lineman on the NFL, MV, you know, who are the best players? Because I love that. I do think like some insiders will like just pinpoint a lineman <laughs> knowing that no one is going to be able to argue them off of that point. And then they look that, you know, 10 times smarter when they're saying, except what offensive linemen like you and Jeff Schwartz can call people on their idiocy. That, that's <laughs> that's the only that's the only difference. Get rich on Twitter at Ornberger. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. Russell Wilson has got a brand new deal with the Denver Broncos. But I've got a problem with the Denver Broncos. I'll tell you what it is next here on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Tomorrow is not just another day. It's John Ramos's birthday. We will uh, get into that in about 10 minutes or so. Something went down today, uh, Rich. And I know we're in separate studios. Uh, listener may not know that, but we'll peel back the curtain a little bit. But something yeah. went down today. We'll get uh, get John to weigh in on it, and we'll uh, weigh in on his birthday <laughs> weekend as well. That coming up in 10 minutes. Plus, Isaac Lohenkron will give us the latest of what is happening today, including the details on the Russell Wilson signing, uh, that extension with the Broncos, and also the trade sending Donovan Mitchell from Utah to Cleveland. Today's Doug Gottlieb show is brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards or we could talk about how with discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time i mean talk about amazing learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply this isn't a recent thing with me rich but there's a reason uh why i am so annoyed with the denver broncos has nothing to do with their fans has nothing to do with the state of colorado has nothing to do with that it actually started, gosh, it, it started probably seven, eight years ago. Okay. And and then it was, it was kind of cemented and it was put into place. And then recently it really got into full swing and Russell Wilson was a part of this. What bothers me so much about the Denver Broncos is that they have to take everybody else's quarterback to win. Like this is there is there is no other organization and it and and listen I know what you're going to say to me and I know you're a Broncos fan you're saying how did we take John Elway from another team well, you did because he, was he did drafted not, by the Colts. Yes, right? yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. May have never have played a snap for him, but did not want to play in Baltimore, so you took their quarterback. You went and you grabbed Peyton Manning from Indianapolis. And I know they're moving on with Andrew Luck, but, hey, there are other places he could go. Denver goes and gets Peyton Manning. Now they make a trade. They go to Seattle to get Russell Wilson. And it's not even it's not even when they win Super Bowls with, with Elway and with Manning. It's also of just Jake Plummer was a guy who started his career in Arizona, then goes <laughs> to Denver. Like, those <laughs> those are the things that, like, like this franchise, for some reason – 
just always gets to you know reap the rewards of other teams developing <laughs> quarterbacks. And even when Aaron Rodgers was thought maybe to be out of you know to be out of Green Bay. Guess what? Aaron Rodgers, maybe him and Nathaniel Hackett can end up getting together in Denver. Like it annoys me that there's <laughs> that they just they cannot develop their own quarterback. And the quarterbacks that they do develop, Paxton Lynch didn't work out or draft, I should say. Jay Cutler ends up worrying out his welcome. Uh, Tim Tebow was pushed out to make room so they could bring in Peyton Manning. I don't know. There's just something that really bothers me. Like it's just like once you figure it out for yourself, instead of taking somebody from somewhere else to be your quarterback. You know, it's so interesting as sports fans how we will connect through lines like that because as you were. Putting together this ar- argument, I was like, whoa, like this guy is making a lot of sense right now. You know, and it's true. Everything you said is true, and it's absolutely 100% factual. However, I will say this there were multiple owners, multiple executives, multiple coaches over the span of time that you covered back to Elway and all the way through. And um, as a result of that, You know, you really think about, well, okay, are there any common denominators? Well, outside of really the city itself and the stadium that they played in, not really. None. You know, yes, and, none. And, and so, and so you you start you then you start thinking about well, yeah. There's there's been things said like that in the past, and why are they said? Like USC quarterbacks don't work in the NFL, or Ohio State quarterbacks don't work in the NFL for years. You know, Alabama quarterbacks don't work in the NFL. However, recently we've we've gone on a tear here. Mac Jones with the Patriots playoff uh, team, and and Jalen Hurts appears to be working out in theory with the. Philadelphia Eagles, pretty nice season last year. And then Tua, we'll see, in Miami. Uh, basically, this is the prove-it-or-lose-it year for Tua. But but that was a moniker that we, we sort of believed as sports fans because, you know, when, when you put on the hat and you put on the jersey and you are a lifelong fan of that team, you talk about the team as if it's like this consistent thing. And the truth is it isn't a constant at all. I mean, you're a fan of the team through multiple owners like we talked about. Yeah. Uh, everybody's been fired and rehired and, you know, you have a mixture of different players throughout the years. And so you, you, I, I understand your argument and I totally get it. And it's a very strange occurrence that they really haven't developed at any point like an elite quarterback on their own but you can't blame the Broncos because the Broncos like it's like um what's that uh what's that myth it's like uh oh Odysseus's ship or whatever like it goes out to see if you change every single plank is it the same uh, ship when it returns and the answer is, well, no, because it's completely new wood, it's new sails, it's new flags, it's new everything. And that's kind of the Denver Broncos. It's just an idea that seems consistent, It's but it's not really consistent. I, I think that there is something to this – is, this is the only thing that I can put my finger on. And I don't, I don't even know if it's real. This, it may be fake. But there's something to that organization being stable enough – uh, also, not being in a place where you're going to be—I'm not saying they obviously love their football—and like like Bronco fans, like there are more Bronco fans than I think people realize. Like across the country, we always say like Packer fans travel well, Steeler fans are everywhere, Cowboy fans everywhere. There are Broncos fans everywhere. Like there's no doubt. Like you'll see a Broncos license plate frame in every single state you go in, and it's probably not that hard to find. But it's maybe like a safe landing spot or where they're good enough. Like when Peyton Manning's looking around, he's looking at the Dolphins, uh, Cardinals, and Titans were possibilities, but it ends up being Denver. Even when Russell Wilson, like, the, you know, the throwing out stuff and throwing out teams, like there were a bunch of variety of, of teams. Bears were thrown out there, Saints were thrown out there. But in the end, it's he's going to Denver. And I think that there's something safe about Denver. There's something that that is just. I don't know if warm is the right way. I don't know if protective is the right way, but there is something about it that allures and allows players to go there to feel safe and succeed. And to me, it's just really, really annoying. Yeah, it, well, there there are teams like that. And I'll say this, like, you know, if you look at uh, the Patriots, like say they got it right with Mac Jones, right? You know, say they just figured it out and – uh, similar to Tom Brady, and I'm not saying it's the same. It's not. He was a first-rounder, obviously, but he sat around for a while, 
you know, mm-hmm. Trey Lance came off the board and and we were saying like, well, who's going to take Mac Jones then? And then the Patriots take him and everybody's just like, huh, OK, um, yeah, that's interesting. What if he ends up becoming the next Tom Brady? Like if that is the case, like I'm not saying there will be never anybody replacing Tom Brady's legendary run in New England. But say the Patriots win a Super Bowl with Mac Jones, the same thing that you're describing right now with the Broncos is going to be discussed with the Patriots. Although I guess you could say Belichick would be singularly responsible. So he's the common denominator and you can just blame him. But, but that, that feeling of like spotlighting one team and just saying like, they always do this or they never do that. Like it's rare that you can say one person is consistently responsible for it. Um, But we'll see. I mean, look, they've got miles to go, but before they win a Super Bowl and frankly, so do the Denver Broncos. It just gets easier when they bring in a veteran quarterback, because like you, said they've got a track record of this bringing in a veteran quarterback and having some success you could have a guy that 31 other teams or 30 other teams would be like oh we don't want but if that player is leaving one team and then they're going to the patriots we're like great now he's a patriot bill belichick (laughs) you know gets off easy because this guy you know was released by his old team and we get all mad about it yeah that's it that happens a lot maybe that's the case with the broncos but you know brian greasy didn't work out you know brock osweiler was the name you brought up as well yeah brock osweiler yep yeah, they don't. They, but yet, hey, guess what? When Peyton Manning, want, you know, is going to leave Indy, let's let's go to Denver. And by the way, Denver has gotten so much run from Peyton Manning, like like really, like for as long as he stayed in Indianapolis. And I know, like he stayed in in Denver in his post playing career, but there's been like they've got a lot of run of him being a former Broncos quarterback for his short tenure. Yeah, like, you know, like there's, it's a lot more of hey, former Broncos quarterback Peyton Manning than you would have thought after he retired, instead of being former Colts quarterback. You know what's also interesting about the Denver Broncos, just you know, because you, you, like you're, you're touching a part of my brain that I don't, like I don't go this deep down the rabbit hole often, but like the Denver Broncos have had historically some of the best defenses in the National Football League. And I mean like historical, historically great defenses. And they barely get spoken about. You know, it's it's always Elway. It's always Manning. It's always their quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> and like, frankly, like, they've never developed a great quarterback to your point, but they've developed unbelievable defenses. And they've drafted exceedingly well. And they've had homegrown talent on defense. And again, you can't say, well, Denver has always done that it's the coaches it's the executives it's the people in those positions who select those players and cobble together rosters right but still like that's another thing about the lore of the Denver Broncos that is so under discussed is historically how insanely talented their defenses were and and especially in these Super Bowl years like how much those defenses carried them in certain cases Von Miller won the MVP in Super Bowl 50. That's you know? a perfect so, example. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, truly. Going back to the Carl Mecklenburg days, when Tom <laughs> Jackson wasn't sitting next to Chris Berman, he was roaming the uh, the the linebacker duties for the Broncos in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Oh, good times. He's Rich Ornberger. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Dan and Rich, back to you. Thank you very much, Isaac. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. He's Rich Hornberger. I'm Dan Beyer. Uh, before we get to what is happening tomorrow, you ever have a take that you say on the air, Rich, and then someone follows you, and then you're like, oh, boy, what's coming? And what's coming next? Yeah, 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 B- yeah, yeah. Bigger Bronco fan has just followed me. Usually what ends up happening after that is you get some long tirade on what you said was just so idiotic and it was so dumb. But at least they followed you to say that. So like like you can follow me and criticize me, I'm fine with it. But when you, you know, maybe take a shot at a take I have and you don't follow me, guess what? I don't care. You know, I do not care whatsoever. Because if you don't follow me, then 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 it just it, your take doesn't matter to me. So I'm just I'm waiting because of this anti uh, anti Denver Bronco. But let's let's get to happier things. Because tomorrow is a big day here at Fox Sports Radio. It's John Ramos's birthday. John Ramos. Uh, yes, there we go. We don't uh, even have any applause. Uh, you, uh, very. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's on know. a different page than all the uh, Ramos drops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, where's Ramos that? Ramos has that done one? it again. Yeah. He yes. certainly has. There it is. <laughs> uh, so, John, uh, I, I don't want to say what birthday it is. You can if you would lo- would you would like. It's uh, it's uh, even uneven. Odd numbers, uneven numbers, Un- no, uneven they, numbers. They are, un- <laughs> they are <laughs> uneven. <laughs> they are odd numbers. Odd number birthday for Mr. Ramos here. Ah, okay, yeah. John. I mean, when people say, "Hey, could you describe?" Because many people ask, like, "What's John and Ramos like when you meet him in person?" I say, "Uneven." That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> really, truly. Ah, uh, here's here's the great thing. We celebrated today. Uh, we did bring in some wings. We had to give equal time. We did some wing stop talk on Tuesday. We got some Buffalo Wild Wings today. And John doesn't like spicy things, Rich. He, you know, he mentioned it earlier when we were talking. So we got all the wings boneless and in honey barbecue. And we got we got some sides. We got some cheese curds. We got some potato wedges. Ooh. And and you know this. Our pre-show call was actually delayed 15 minutes because Ryan Bershinger and I were going across the street to pick up lunch. Dude. And, yeah. You know, so and then we come back in and we drop the food off. And then I come in into the first commercial break and John's like, Oh, here it there, goes. There's no carrots and celery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is true. There's, you know, they, there's no carrots and celery in here. It's something that I really enjoy. Well, you know, did, I, you ever watch the the Saturday Night Live skit, uh, Debbie Downer, when it's just like, oh, birthday cake, but you got vanilla and my favorite flavor, chocolate. We have eight pounds of ranch. Okay, for <laughs> dipping. Like, we had a cup that was overflowing with cups, but unfortunately on the bottom, there was no celery also, or carrots like, with I us. I mean, how amazing is it that you guys are like, oh, gosh, we think so highly of John Ramos and all the hard work he does around here. And, like, this guy, my goodness, like, it's his birthday tomorrow. What a surprise. He didn't tell us. We had no time to prepare. But, okay, like, we'll run out to Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll make it work, man. We'll, we'll cheer him up on the day before he turns, I don't know, 29, right, John? It's, uh, no, it's uneven yes, numbers. It's an uneven Close. number. <laughs> so, so, like, we're doing – and then you bring it in, you you unfurl the packaging, and there's wedges, and there's curds, and there's boneless wings, and sauces galore, and he goes, where's the carrots and the celery? <laughs> That is, oh. that is a true statement. Yeah. I, I feel bad now, but I did, I did preface it by saying to Dan, like, I just wish I would have known you were when you were going over there because I would have mentioned to you the apple hey, or the carrots and the celery. Hey, by the way, big yeah. guy, gonna need those uh, side yeah, veggies. But by the way, you don't know the wrath of John Ramos until you have ordered food and he brought in his lunch and ate it already. Oh, dude. like right? That's another yes. one. Yeah, Dan actually texted me last night and said, John. Don't bring lunch. Yes, I did not want to face the wrath of the soon-to-be uneven John Ramos. Also, I will say this, too. You saved him from himself because last time he brought lunch, he put his uh, glasses in the refrigerator. Uh, That is true. (laughs) You put your glasses in the fridge? Well, what happened, Dan, was I (laughs) – Rich knows this because we were doing the show with Hartman. I came in, and I couldn't find my glasses. And everybody was looking for them, and I basically walked from my car, which you know, Dan, is – Right here, very in the first yep. level. I mean, it's not that far to go Correct. from there to the studio. And I'm like, where are my glasses? And so nobody could find them. I was, <laughs> I couldn't see the screen, right? Everything was blurry. Ryan Bershiger comes in, and he made it a trek to find the glasses. And Ryan, tell him what happened. Uh, I just walked into the kitchen. I was going to go get myself a drink out of the fridge, and I opened the fridge, and I saw Ramos's lunch bag, and before even opening it, I said, his glasses are in his bag. <laughs> and sure enough, that's where his glasses were. They were uh, they were very cold, in, too. In, in, in John's defense, I'll tell you what's worse than anything is when the crew at work buys you pizza, Yeah, and you had pizza the night before. Yeah, like that yeah. is like they, like you're like oh, I had pizza last night. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I am such like I, like I I really one of the things about my personality is I really try to please people. You know what I mean? Almost to my detriment sure. times. So like I I can't tell you how many times it's happened to me. Like where I've eaten a full meal and seconds leaving the house and then showed up somewhere and someone's like, Hey, we just made dinner. Oh, I made my peach cobbler too. 
you, uh, you, I'm so glad you made it just in time. And I'm just like, great. And I just sit down oh. and I house a third <laughs> dinner plus dessert. And I feel like I'm absolutely going to vomit. And I just, I can't help myself. Can't be though. rude. You can't yeah, be I can't, rude. I can't be no, rude. You can't do it. Uh, uh, yeah, but, so. but I do want to say thank you to Dan and to everybody for doing that. It was very, it was a delicious lunch a pre-birthday lunch and it was it's not necessary to be done but that's the type of person that dan buyer is and he There's does no that question. for all oh, of us a, a lot so we i appreciate that and i know everybody else does as well. well dan i mean i second that what a wonderful uh co-worker you've been and ramos happy birthday and i envy your rudeness <laughs> <laughs> uh, wish john ramos a happy birthday at js ramos 06 get rich on twitter at Ornberger. find me on twitter at dan buyer on fox the buffalo bills are getting ready for their opener in LA a week from today. Well, like Bill's Mafia would expect. Plus, bigger Bronco fan has responded. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. He's Rich Orenberger. I'm Dan Byerian for Doug Gottlieb today. Get Rich on Twitter at Orenberger. Find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. And again, check out Fox Sports Radio's brand new show, Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, launches this Saturday, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, for three hours. Rich, Brian No, and PixWise lead betting analyst Jared Smith will get you covered for the day in college football, a full three hours that launches this Saturday. Rich, I know you're excited about it. We're excited about it as well here at the Let's network. Let's go, man. Let's right? Let's do this. Yes. Uh, it's just crazy. It's such a long wait. I, I, I mean, I feel truly like many of us, we're grown adults, but we have that, that weird thing that just gets locked into your head, waiting for the holidays. It feels like forever when you're a kid, like when the calendar ticks over from Halloween and you realize like, yeah, you know, we got to see a bunch of family Thanksgiving, but it's all about Christmas or it's all about Hanukkah or it's just the gift giving season in general you're like we it's a sprint to December and plus you get winter break and that's what the football f- season feels like it feels like when it, it leaves us in February we're like oh no 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 now we have to wait and it's finally here I feel like it's the eve and we just get to eat and and then we just we we lay down our heads <laughs> for a quick slumber and we wake up and all the presents are there it's awesome Oh, uh, there's a present under our tree right now, and it's Isaac Lohenkron with The Press. Isaac, before you get going, I want to let you know that The Press is brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Dan and Rich, WKBW Television out of Buffalo, New York, reports that more than $24,000 worth of Labatt beer was delivered to Los Angeles today (laughs) exclusively for the enjoyment of Buffalo Bills fans coming to town for next Thursday's opener against the Rams. The order was placed by a consortium of the Bills backers fan groups of Los Angeles, the South Bay, Orange County and San Diego. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> the consortium <laughs> of uh, Bills I, fans. I knew you should have taken Bachelor number one, Rich. I knew you should have. That's, uh, yeah. uh, that's the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yeah. you were right. Your instincts were but, right. Come on, that is drinks, fantastic. Right? I'll tell you what I what I did, guys. Last week, you know, I was back in Wisconsin. I shipped seven frozen pizzas out from Wisconsin because we don't have good frozen pizzas in Southern California. All the way, I was like the name brand stuff that comes in boxes. What is the brand that you shipped? What's well, so good? Well, a bunch of them. Like you go to my grocery store in my hometown, there's an entire freezer aisle that is all frozen pizza. Wow. That's what it is. It's not just three doors. Isn't there like a specific brick cheese that they have in Wisconsin that's like phenomenally good? Uh, all the cheeses are good. I, I'm not, Yeah, I'm not sure which one specifically that you're you're looking at. But a little cheese elitism yeah. there, don't you think, Rich? <laughs> a little bit. It's, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hammer you with a little pizza elitism. Okay. I'm from New York, that's the reason why our freezer pizza section was like one one door. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, you could go to the pizzeria, you know, and do it. We just have, like, we have a whole aisle of, it's just you know how you would see, like, oh, potatoes, fish, frozen vegetables. Yay. Ours say pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> like, it just keeps going and going. So I understand what that's all about. By the yeah. way, there are some troubling uh, comments that are coming across about this Buffalo Beers thing across social media. I'll read a couple of them for you. Yeah. Well, I'll hurry because we only got 30 seconds. 24,000 dollars worth of beer that's it 
That'll cover Friday morning. <laughs> Tell Home Depot to stockpile tables. See you soon. L.A. has no idea what's coming. Help! Oh, that's going to be great. Uh, bigger Bronco fan, I told you. I knew a comment was coming. At Dan Bayer on Fox. Just heard you on Fox Sports Radio. You sound like one of those Seahawks fans that are upset you lost at dangerous uh, Wils- Russ Wilson. At Russell Wilson. That's who he tweeted. Uh, yeah, so I told you he was coming down, and then he gave me a crying laughing emoji. Uh, Rich, it's been fun. John Ramos, I hope you have a great birthday. I will. Thank you. Uh, uh, an uneven number. And uh, Rich, good luck on the new show on Saturday. Can't wait to listen. Thank you to all for listening. For Isaac Lowen, Karan, John Ramos, and Rich Ornberger, I'm Dan Beyer. Talk to you later on the Doug Gottlieb Show. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.